And we are live from crawfish time. <laughs> eight o'clock crawfish time. And uh, Justin's up there in eight o'clock corn time. Justin Campbell, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you for having me back. Awesome. So uh, I figured since the uh, the world was on the uh, precipice of burning down around us with uh, possible World War III uh, taking place on the other side of the globe. And that's right, folks. It's a very spherical globe. Uh, figured we'd just have some fun. Talk about UFOs, ghosts, goblins, werewolves, road toads. Whatever you fancy. So uh, let's get it kicked off. Uh, UFOs. Where do you where do you stand on UFOs? I mean, didn't or the UAPs federal, as they're called now? Didn't the federal government like openly admit that they exist? Uh, like that was that that, <laughs> that got buried under uh, the first month and a half of COVID was like <laughs> they came out and openly said, <laughs> "Yeah, we've got all these videos and pictures of UFOs." Uh, but forget about that. Like you need to be uh, Lysoling your groceries and stuff. So yes, wipe down your Amazon packages religiously. Yeah, yeah like it somehow that just got completely. I, I, it was, I'm almost 100% positive it was in April of 2020 that there was videos yeah. and pictures and the yeah, we got the famous uh, Tic Tac like, video and uh, yeah, the federal government was just like, yeah, UFOs exist. We don't really know what to do about it. Here, here's all the evidence. Uh, carry on with you know social distancing and, and all that stuff <laughs> fox Mulder can rest just a little bit easier I since the government I... just took the piss right out of him and said yeah these <laughs> things are are happening <laughs> i don't know i uh i think that there are probably other things out there but i don't think they would if they have the technology to travel across space and time they're probably yeah. not wasting time with us unless it's just for like sheer entertainment value. Uh, yeah. I mean, as humans, we do like to go to the zoo to see if the monkeys will do it. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're not really getting any kind of intellectual insights from watching monkeys do it. We just kind of want to see it. <laughs> so we're the, we are the monkeys doing it for the, uh, for the aliens. For, yeah. For the, for the grace, the reptilians, the Palladians. <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, it's, it's just some uh, theoretically some evidence that there was extraterrestrial influence of some sort in the building of the pyramids and other things, or maybe it was time traveler influence. Who knows? It was, but something <laughs> seemed to have been going on with uh, some early early civilizations in the the way that they were constructing and doing things that are dumbfounding even to modern scholars so so yeah. who knows uh, I mean, yeah that was I, a I have, uh, yeah there was a french architect and civil engineer that basically worked out how the pyramids could have been built just by uh pulleys and levers and everything else and uh in the in the great pyramid you can actually still see grease stains on the side so where they actually had to put like uh, animal grease uh, up in the hallway to get the the big stones to go through, and they basically worked it up to one corner and then built out from there. And it was only the outer limestone that had to be precise. Like the inner stones are all kind of jagged and everything else, but it, it's kind of interesting. It's just the idea of building a large stone structure when you have like no cranes or anything else, and you just got you know labor to do it for you. Somebody says hi, Dad. Is that your kid or is that mine? 
Uh, no, that's yours in the background. Who's trying to dress up like a ghost? Uh, there we go. <laughs> First order of business is I'm putting in doors in this house. There, are, like it's very open floor plan. Uh, Bolted. None of the rooms steel really framed have doors. doors. <laughs> yeah, none of the rooms really have doors. It's just all kind of open walk-through areas. So uh, yes. I, uh, I'm going to have to put up some, some doors. Yeah. It's not the first time that a kid has uh, busted up into the podcast. It's uh, certainly not going to be the last. I think my daughter has made several appearances on the show already, so it's, it's all good. Hazard of libertarians making more little libertarian kids is they think they need <laughs> to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah let's actually... just dissuade them. Since we're talking about the kids, I'm I am attempting to convince Phil Labonte into letting that one interview him because my oh. son is very into uh, hard rock and metal and and a lot of the same music that I like, and so I've gotten him listen to all the listening to all that remains and is like this this guy's a libertarian too, and yeah, uh, it's like so I, I have an in I can I can probably get him on the show. <laughs> Yeah, I just kind of cooked up the idea. I was like, instead of like, like as much as I would like to to interview him, is like, I would rather let him do the interview because he's into music and has been playing like drums and guitar and different stuff. And like, let him do the interview. Let him talk to him about like getting into music and stuff like that. I, th- I thought that would be a a unique idea. I haven't yeah, it's, heard back it's yet, a, but I'm. It's an expensive hobby. I I, I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> I got a, I got a few of those myself. Yeah, and you know, I, I go both ways, so that that doesn't help my case. <sighs> Although I will say I play the bass better than I do the guitar, and uh, that's that's a shame because the bass players are the weird guys, and I don't like being the weirdo in the group. I'm I, I'm also a <laughs> bass player. I've got a oh I've a fellow really weirdo. Nice... Great. I've got a really nice. Uh, Fender P bass over there. I've got a nice. uh, a Dean acoustic, and I like I Dean guitars. Good. They're they're very good guitars. I like them. And I got them all for like really good deals too. Like not not super expensive. Uh, yeah, I like to go after the scratch and dent ones because you can usually like knock a hundred bucks off the price, and otherwise they're brand new. Yeah. The. Uh, so the Fender P bass that I've got is a 1983, 1986. It was uh, it was a year that they did a Japanese American hybrid. Uh, there ah, okay. there were only like so many of them made. Uh, like the market value for the guitar is like six hundred bucks. Uh, I got it for fifty bucks from a guy who found it in a closet at a oh no <laughs> like at a summer camp that he had been working at like with at the end of the summer when they went to shut everything down and clean everything up they found it in a closet and, he, and so he came to me whenever school started back up he's like you play you play bass some right and i was like yeah he said we found this he's like do you want it he's like sure <laughs> i was like what do you want for it he said i don't know 50 bucks i was like sold let's do this sold. So i got a I got a six hundred dollar <laughs> guitar for fifty bucks. It was a Fender. I mean, if you never played or don't even know anything about instruments, you could just look at the name. I mean, that's got to be like the more recognizable name out there. Yeah, he this guy knew absolutely nothing about guitars or instruments or anything. He just found it in a closet and 
he, knew he, he had all offered himself. <laughs> yeah. 50 bucks was better than the, uh, the nothing that he got or he gave for it. So <laughs> I mean, basically you got paid 50 bucks for picking up something from a closet and that's, that's how his brain worked on that one. I mean, you can't, you can't knock that logic. I mean, if you don't know how much it's worth, you don't want to outprice yourself and get told no. And then you're yeah. stuck with a guitar that you don't have any use for. Well, I guess it's uh, worth the 50 bucks to not go all over town trying to find a pawn shop that's, like, not going to haggle him too bad, you know? He's like, hey, yeah, I know this yeah. kid. He'll he'll get it. He'll just he'll take it off my hands immediately. But it's always yeah, kind of good when you can much. find a deal like that. Yeah. So, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the good old uh, government basically came out and uh, pretty much uh, said everything that we knew already and said, uh, oh, yeah, these uh, flying things up there and we call them uaps so you you plebes out there calling them ufos that's not that's not our terminology for it they like to call it unidentified aerial phenomenon so <laughs> and then gave See, us the, uh, the tic tac video i saw what i thought was a uh an unidentified aerial phenomenon uh my <laughs> wife and i just walked outside to hang out one night and sit out on the deck and look at the stars and something was going overhead, and it looked crazy. And so I ran back in and grabbed my phone and, and got a quick Tired. picture of it. Nice. And I was told that it's actually Starlink, but yeah, there know. was a lot. There was that a lot of those reports. Pretty low. Yeah, they had. Uh, it's basically like a string of pearls looking light, where like one light was right after the other. And uh, yeah, that was the the Falcon Nine dropping the Starlink satellites in in order for them to go in uh, orbit. It didn't look like it was flying pretty low, <laughs> and it just mysteriously disappeared, like very abruptly. And I yeah, I mean that, that part's that, a little strange. Yeah, and there were some people that tried to explain that that was the positioning of where it was in the sky, and so it. The, as it went through this part of the sky, it disappeared because of the shadow of the earth with the, to the sun and yada, yada. It's <laughs> like, there's a lot of other stuff also flying through the sky and similar areas that are not disappearing very abruptly and randomly at that part of the sky. Like, are you sure yeah. that you understand yeah. how shadows work? Like that <laughs> seems a little weird, but I'll like, take them at their word for it, but if the thing comes <laughs> comes around again, uh, can't promise I'm not going to take a couple shots at it. Yeah, so I, I've got two pretty good uh, UFO stories. Uh, first one, uh, my dad is an over-the-road trucker, and uh, I would go out with him while I was a teenager in the mid-90s. And uh, we found ourselves in New Mexico one evening, and uh, I saw lights you know, kind of chasing each other around in the sky and everything. And I was at first thinking... Okay, I'm just seeing, like, reflection on the glass, you know, from inside. Uh, it's like, I, I, okay, this is, can't be what it is. I'm just seeing reflection from the other lane. So I roll the window down, and my dad's getting all pissy because it's, like, freezing outside. He's like, what are you doing? Roll that back up. You know, it's like, okay, well, hold on. And so I roll down the window, and sure enough, I do see a couple of lights chasing each other, and they're cutting 90-degree turns. Uh, you know, something that a, a modern pilot would pass out from you know you can't do that in any kind of plane that we have uh and that was it it went like back over the other side of the truck and then i couldn't see it anymore so i was like okay well that was weird 
you know, I'll just chalk it up to, I don't know what it was. It was truly unidentified flying objects because I didn't identify them. <laughs> so, and they weren't flying and they were objects, I assume. So, you know, just roll up the window and just kind of chalk it up. I was like, okay, that was weird. And uh, the second time was uh, living in Houston. And uh, one night I come outside and I was uh, smoking a cigarette. And it was back when I was smoking cigarettes and everything. And I hear this like piercing, like whistling noise. And something had passed overhead, and it was one of the uh, the often descripted uh, triangular craft with the uh, one red light in the middle and the three white lights on the outside. And that was going over slow, and then all of a sudden the whistling noise stopped and nothing. You, could, you didn't see it anymore. That one was low enough that you could look up at it. They are, uh, well, I mean, we already know they're out there, but... They're, they're definitely out there. Yeah, that one I had, like, I was like, okay, this has got to be, like, U.S. military, something that's secret. I have no idea what it is. You know, this so is Do like, you ever think that maybe the reason that they are always picking up, like, the the most ridiculous rednecks is because if you picked up somebody that was actually credible, then people might start to believe that it's legit. It's like, it, that's... That's like the alien version of an of a uh, of a psyop. It's like we're not we're not going to pick up credible individuals. Yeah, just... We're going to pick up people who already seem like they're halfway, uh, you know, over the edge, and then then nobody's ever going to believe them. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, I think what was it? Jeff Foxworthy used to have this bit. It's like if you're ever going into your heart surgeon, and he starts out, now what the first thing we're going to do here is we're going to open up your chest. You see, yeah. At that point, you're just like, um, can I get somebody else? <laughs> I think I could be a great heart surgeon, but you would never know. I always worry people think that about me whenever they hear me initially start talking. Yeah, that's that's kind of a strange thing. I have like a perpetual goofball face, so uh, the moment I start <laughs> the moment I start talking, it's like, oh no, look at this guy, look at this poor bastard right here. It's like, mm-hmm, monkey's gonna say something, and then it's like. Oh, you're actually kind of smart. Okay, never mind. See, that's why podcasting works so well for you, because then people just hear your voice. I mean, you had to go mess it up and do these live stream things. Yeah, yeah. Why was I doing video? No one wants to see this. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do have a connection of uh, UFOs. Uh, it seems that uh, there was a member of my family that was on Project Blue Book. It was a Colonel Ruppelt who was involved in it. And uh, when we were doing the, like, the genealogy stuff, we were sitting there looking it up, and yeah, he had filled out a couple of reports for Project Blue Book, which we thought was kind of neat. That is pretty cool. Because <laughs> I, uh, I was watching that documentary movie, The Phenomenon, where they're talking about the, the Tic Tac video and you know trying to get this uh, the ATIP program and everything started. And I, I heard the Colonel Ruppelt name dropped a couple times, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, I remember we... we found that like a couple decades ago <laughs> that's pretty awesome that's pretty it's pretty wild pretty wild that you just like go okay that's that's kind of weird i don't have any uh good ufo stories really huh? i guess i live too far out in the country too uh too too dark in the sky like too easy to see yeah you never thought that you would ever utter that sentence out loud. It's like, I live way too far out in the country, not even the aliens bother. 
<laughs> yeah, they're, they're like those. Pe- those people are definitely going to shoot at us. We're going to not even <laughs> try. We're going to go rural, but not that rural. Yeah, yeah. There, there are lines even the aliens are unwilling to cross. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, no. Have you seen what they do to sheep out there? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Goats, but whatever. Yeah, well, you know, goats, sheep. It all goes bad. Yeah, you try to push them over a cliff and they just seem to want to back up. It's it's the Oh, did I say that out loud just now? <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Yes. Yes you did. <laughs> uh yeah. Alright, so uh UFOs. Uh on a scale of realness of one to ten, what what do you give UFO slash UAPs? Are we doing like one is unrealistic and ten is a definite. Yeah, one would be sure total thing. government uh, holographic uh, psyop that they're just fucking with people and they don't actually exist. Ten would be, yeah, there's definitely something to it. I'd, 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 I'd probably put it eight and a half or a nine. Put eight and a half. I or think nine? there's, I think there's something there, but I'm I'm willing to admit that it may not may not be what yeah. I hope it is or think it is. Yeah, I'm kind of of that opinion too. I'm kind of like wishy washy on it. So I, w- I would say probably about a six. I, c- I could see it being a total government tie up. Just using holograms in the sky, man. Okay, so since we're on the topic of weird stuff, have you seen, and, and this is something that I uh, somehow got talking about with Adam Nutter, the Creepers? Creepers? Yeah, let me see if is I this can like find... local legend. No, it's uh, there's a whole Reddit sub. Uh, there's a whole Reddit sub com- dedicated to these things. A whole subreddit devoted to creepers. Yeah, it's called uh, creeper sightings. I think creeper sightings. I have not ever heard of this. They're pretty creepy looking. Just uh. Well, if you have a link, you can go ahead and share it, and I'll put it up on the screen. I know. Screen. I'm, I'm striking uh, out. I used you... to have it. Uh... I used, used to, to have it hot late. Yeah, but yeah, now, not so more. Yeah. It was one of those, like, it was one of those subs that became annoying. Like, you, you would get too that's, many notifications for dumb stuff. and would, I mean, That's like that's 97% all. of Reddit. It, it all becomes annoying eventually, and then you just have to, you know, rage quit. Yeah, that, that's all. All of Reddit, but uh, I, I found one for a British punk band called Creeper, but that's not the Reddit that we're looking for. No, uh, where did it go? Where did it go? So these things are, yeah, you know what? It doesn't really have like I, I'm seeing like a ton of Reddits, subreddits, like devoted to creeper in the title but they're all not what we're looking for so the wrong kind of creepers wrong kind imagine of creepers. That. I mean, imagine reddit being just completely full of creepers imagine reddit just being completely fucking useless and uh <laughs> it's like oh wait i don't have to imagine that that's actually what it is that's actually not all the way true there's a couple of uh, subreddits that i do enjoy like this rolled into the shop today that's a good one Battle Cars. That's another one. 
uh, win stupid prizes and what's the <laughs> other one that I frequent? Um, shoot. Win stupid prizes is a good one. It's people that are obviously doing things that they, uh, you know, shouldn't be doing. J- Jason Booth, uh, being the uh, being the uh, the link section of the uh, of the comments here. Uh, see the article about the guy in Mississippi that claims he was abducted by aliens in 1973 and claims he was told about COVID in World War III. I have not, but that sounds amazing. The aliens told him about COVID in yeah. World War Three. Yeah, apparently the uh, the aliens told him about uh, COVID in World War Three. Well, that's... that is wild. And the fact that he's a next door neighbor in Mississippi is now in, now intrigued me beyond all belief. Let me tell you. Have you seen Let's anything? See. As, so as I attempt to find these creeper sighting things. Uh, have you seen anything weird in Louisiana? Like, like the most, the weirdest thing that I saw while living down oh, in that man. area was uh, there was a facility that I would work at semi frequently that uh, they were feeding an alligator that lived between the grain bins, Twinkies, and like he was just sort of a, a facility pet. Uh, I've seen quite a lot of that actually uh yeah alligators can live quite a while and not really bother humans too much because they just kind of see them as other alligators and want to get away as much as possible unless they're like you're in the water with them and then they'll go after you uh let's see we got jason sent this to me on the uh in Twitter, so I'm gonna put it up on the screen here. Let's see. So here it is. Man claiming to be abducted by aliens 50 years ago. Oh, 1973 was 50 years ago, and I was born in 1979. Oh, it's not it's not bolding well. I'm getting close, man. Uh, was warned about COVID-19 and World War Three, and uh, oh, oh, Master Yoda apparently. Uh, they say this truth is stranger than fiction and the phrase cannot be validated more by the story of Calvin Parker, who is renowned for claiming to have been a victim and a survivor of the famed Pascagoula alien abduction in 1973. If it was so famed, I think I would have heard of it. And this is the first time I'm hearing about it. So, uh, after years of not having shared this with the world, the visions, uh, in quotes that he had, uh, had during his abduction, has now made a shocking revelations that can rival any sci-fi post-apocalyptic. Been drinking too much tonight. Post-apocalyptic fiction. A fisherman by profession, 68-year-old Calvin, recently spoke about having been warned of COVID-19 during his abduction by aliens 50 years back. He has referred to COVID-19 as the plague. Uh, according to a report by the Mirror, Calvin claims that all of his visions are coming true. When he was a teenager, he believed UFO landed near the banks of the river in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Calvin, who was 19 at the time, stated that he had a companion were grabbed by bizarre creatures with lobster-like claws and carrot-like noses and ears. Carrot-like noses and ears. Yeah. And he got all witchy-poo on us. That's, a, that's okay. Uh, so Calvin said that the aliens showed him terrible events from humanity's past and also said that there was a plague going on right now, which... 
The aliens warned him. While the world has uh, seen numerous plagues, this one, according to him, gets even worse, in quotes, getting increasingly cryptic with his words. He said it was caused by mankind, which is very bad because God is going to teach us a lesson and stay out of it before he backs it. Okay, so confirmed. Aliens are Jesus freaks. There we go. Uh, he you even know, went on to say, <laughs> Yeah, this totally makes sense now. Uh, he even went on to say that the plague will kill millions, cause food shortages around the world, and turn survivors into barbaric scavengers who will kill just to survive. Sign me up. I didn't get none of that. Uh, but here we go. Uh, he also talked about having a vision about World War III and that no nation will remain unaffected. The war will turn the world into a toxic wasteland where no crop would grow again. Uh, let's see. In my vision, I have seen people's skin melt off their body, Calvin said. All of the sounds terrifying, disturbing, more so in the wake of the ongoing Russia-Ukraine tensions. Then he boldly predicted that humanity will turn a corner with everyone reuniting in Healy slowly but surely. In my opinion, politicians are a bunch of idiots who neglect what is best for our planet and the entire human race, he concluded. It sounds like we need to get him as a guest on the show, because he knows exactly so what's he, up. He might be on to something there. He's, he's, he could be on to something right there. Might have touched on it. Reiterating that he did not make up any of the visions. All right, so now I'm kind of thinking you made him up, but that's okay. Uh, Calvin finds it very difficult to talk about this aspect of his encounter, calling it a curse said British UFO investigator Philip Mantle, who published Calvin's book, Pascagoula, The Closest Encounter. Oh, there's a book involved. I wonder if they're Did turning it into a movie. Uh, I'm thinking the, uh, the Philip Mantle guy wrote it, but uh, here we go. Uh, Calvin underwent regressive hypnosis with uh, Bud Hopkins, the world's mo foremost expert on alien abductions, to release memories buried deep within his subconscious. Calvin also said that he hopes that the visions never come true and it can safely said that we are all on the same page with him here uh okay so wow <laughs> just wow thank well, you jason i need to get calvin on the show he might know something yeah that guy would make <laughs> that guy would make for an entertaining interview even if it's just completely off the rails bs it would still be entertaining uh, Dude, he would be like the, the Scott Horton of alien abductions. You just, you know, ask him one question and just let him go for an hour and a half. That's what I'm thinking. That, that's what I envision. I, I mean, that sounds good to me. <laughs> and he's a next door neighbor. Maybe I can go to him with all the podcasting gear and set up. All right. So they're called, they're called cryptids. C-R-Y-P-T-I-D. Ah cryptids yes uh so that includes bigfoot the chupacabra amongst yes amongst other things the road toad which we do love on this show ah there it is and then of course right, jason had to reply Mulder horton yes <laughs> top lobster needs to make that a t-shirt now <laughs> That's the best idea ever. So it's a uh, cryptid subreddit. Right. Uh, I am sending it to you right now. I knew I'd find it. You knew I'm you'd find slow. it? It was in there I'm somewhere. Not, yeah, I'm not great with Reddit. Uh, I enjoy Reddit, but... 
It's not my preferred. My son, who may or may not be listening in there, uh, may or may not. He, yeah, he, he he apparently subs to some uh, like dad joke subs, and so he. Oh, that's that's always great. He comes up with some good ones. There he is. Speak of the devil. No, I didn't want you to come in here. I was just casually <laughs> mentioning you that you can stay in there. Yeah, a casual mention. Uh, you're not going to get credits in IMDb for a casual mention. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so our uh, crawler sightings is what we're looking at. True stories and sightings of the pale, thin cryptid known as the crawler. If you go to uh, oh oh we got a we got a video automatically okay yeah that what huh did I miss it oh there's eyes under there I, that could literally be a raccoon uh wow <sighs> yeah so I mean oh now we're linking it to the skinwalker okay that's always good. Yeah, I love the I, I love this because uh, the one of the good things about uh, subreddit is over here to the right you get all of the related subreddits. But yeah, that's that's always good. Oh, and uh, probably a favorite of our uh, friend uh, Paz, Dexter De La Paz, uh, all about the dog man. I'm pretty sure he's all over that. <laughs> so shout out to Paz. Let's <laughs> say on the. Uh... On the crawler sightings one, if you if you go to top all time, it'll pull up some of the some of the ones that they claim are so weird. Science can identify them. Yeah. Top all time. So let's see. Get it on there. We'll share it again bring it to the forefront yeah here we go tiktok is losing it over this as a skinwalker it's a crawler or a cougar i'm going with cougar thoughts okay so i guess the where the finger is at okay something's definitely setting off the security light but i don't see anything but this thing is over like a minute long so i can't really tell from this Uh, motion detector. And like some of these just look like a person, like walking yeah. through the background. It's like, man. yeah, it's like you constantly <laughs> appearing in my background. Okay, yeah. Ah, something bounded across the road. Gotta love That's those. the chupacabra. That's definitely a chupacabra. Yeah, the uh, the chupacabra definitely not a mangy coyote. Definitely not. So I have had some experiences with you know <laughs> being out hunting in the morning and see things moving in the mist that aren't moving like mist would naturally move and yeah. yeah. Jason Booth again. I believe Bigfoot is real. I lived in the redwoods, Humboldt. Del Norte County for a few years doing logging and natural resources work. Seen prints similar to cast in the Bigfoot Museum. 
Yeah, out of every like silly story of cryptids and everything, I think Bigfoot would probably be the only one that would be at least plausible. Like there's some ape-like creature that just lives out in the woods that no one has identified yet fully. Like I said, I mean, I've seen things that move through the woods in unnatural manners. And is it the light playing tricks on my eyes as the sun is just just breaking the horizon and the the mist and the the and infamous the way the trees swamp gas. Are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe, but I've been hunting for a long time and you only see that a very very rare handful of times where things move weird like that. So, I'm I am inclined to believe that there are some sort of things out there that we're not really sure of or what they what they may be but i don't want to know what they are either <laughs> yeah it's like uh you'd see something like that it was like oh okay that just happened i'm not going to get that close to go find out exactly what it was because yeah like I, you know i, I have no worst in chasing it's just a dude down. out there being weird and you don't want to get next to somebody who's being weird out in the woods by yourself right like i'm not out here hunting to shoot weird people <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's like some of my favorite uh, TikTok videos when I'm like scrolling through, and it's like, oh, the drone caught this, and it's you, it's obviously just a guy being weird out in a cornfield somewhere. <laughs> and the further out in the country you get, the more of those you're gonna find. So you know, that's that's right, that's right. Because what else are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean. There's just nothing really. I mean, if you're not actively doing anything on the farm, just gonna go hang out in your cornfield in a clown mask, right? I mean, why not? Yeah, you know, they may be uh, closet juggalos that just, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I've like got images in my mind of some farmer Brown just like thugging out. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got a poster you know, on are, his on his bedroom wall. Those bonfires out in the middle of the field are, are not what they used to be. You know, we're not blowing uh, I've, jugs I've attended a few of those in my day, and let me tell you, shit gets weird out there. <laughs> Real quick. That's those are those times where you you hear things and you're not sure if it's just because you're so shit faced drunk. Or maybe it is something in the river, or maybe there's something else going on, like like those. Uh, I I grew up on the river, very rurally, and we would have a lot of those like parties on the sandbar and stuff. And like, yeah, you you hear shit come out, you know, come from out on the water that like there are no lights, there's no boats, there's nobody out there. Like what? Yeah. What's, what's screaming? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had a couple of experiences, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of tubing on the river and like all of a sudden you hear like a big splash and then you look behind you and you're like, it was like, okay, what was that? And then you hear yeah. another splash and then you hear something run into the woods. <laughs> He's like, just keep floating, dude. Pass another bear along and keep floating. It's not coming towards me. It was going away from me, so I guess I'm safe. 
or you hear the big splash and then when you look there's like no ripples or anything like what oh yeah yeah that's that's even weirder <laughs> what hit like what hit the water and where is it like, yeah that's, it's that's... like where did you go yeah and even down here in the when you start getting into like wetlands areas i mean there's all kinds of stuff and uh it's like probably the worst thing is bobcats uh growls and screeches those those will unnerve you pretty quick because they're loud yeah uh, let's see jason booth one again uh illegal pot growers in humboldt county would uh hang up scarecrows with glow sticks for eyes and sticks and metal uh, dangling underneath creepy as fuck when it catches you by surprise <laughs> i would imagine so especially so the did, glow sticks uh... in the eyes That'd be kind of weird. We we did every year. We did a haunted forest, and one year we built a like a big tunnel that everybody had to go through, and it had like mattresses buried on the ground where that it felt like you were sinking as you went through. And nice. So we got the idea one night to uh, to take a bunch of glow sticks and break them and get them all nice and glowy, and then just splatter them all over the inside of the tunnel. So as you walk in, it just looks like like got a creepy uh, little glow going on in there yeah but we had a couple guys who were just dressed in all black stand against the wall perfectly still while we slap just splatter this stuff all over the place so then as the people come into the tunnel then they just start walking out so it looks like the wall is moving oh yeah yeah um, we we actually made somebody uh a girl like starts like crying in the middle of the tunnel she goes oh, geez, oh that... my pants like, oh that's no fun oh no all right we, we we quit we quit like that you can you can leave we're not going to continue to to terrify you oh it's all done. fun and games until the little girl pees in her pants i mean it wasn't a little girl she was like college age but still oh well that's just embarrassing i mean you don't even say that out loud you just you just go on with your with your day <laughs> Uh, this I've, I've actually experienced. The uh, the first time I heard an elk bugle, I pissed myself. It was super foggy, couldn't see shit, calm air. It was like 30 yards away. Welcome to the woods, Jason. We, we were just talking about this. Uh, the first time I went to Colorado, I walked out on the back, the back porch of our cabin, and I heard something like rustling around on the porch of the cabin next to ours. And so I look over, and... There's a bear just standing on the porch. Just like, oh, just hanging out. <laughs> just yeah, just chilling. I was like, oh, that's cool. So I go back inside to get my camera because I was going to take a picture of it. And so when I come back out, it's not on the porch anymore. And I see it like walking out through the woods. That's not so, something you want to lose sight of. You know, just a bear yes. that was so on my, your porch. <laughs> so my dumbass goes walking after it. Like I'm trying to get me a good picture of this bear. And. <laughs> It it goes through the little the little creek that's out in uh, behind the cabin, and my uncle is like standing there fishing, facing in the <laughs> other direction, not not. So he doesn't attention. even see the bear coming. This thing walks like twenty feet behind him, goes across the river or the little creek, and then goes up the up the hill on the other side. And once it got got gone, I hollered at my uncle. I was like, "Hey, did you see that bear?" He's like, what bear? I was like, the one that you that like almost brushed up against your ass. Like, good thing you weren't catching anything. He was close enough to smell your cologne, sir. <laughs> yeah, the first that time I heard a, 
Elk Bugle. It was at a truck stop in, uh, I think it was uh, somewhere in Colorado. But it was like off in the distance, and it's like everybody's heads turned in the same direction. And uh, one of the guys that worked at the uh, the truck stop, he was like, "That's an elk. Don't worry about it. They sound like that when they're horny." I'm like, "What?" That's something you don't want to run across. Yeah, yeah, you know, twelve hundred pounds of something with really big antlers. No, thank you. <laughs> and horny to boot. Yeah, and uh, you're not going to stop him if he's got the idea that uh, you fit the profile, if you know what I mean. <sighs> Nothing you can do. Yeah, so as far as uh, weird stuff down here in Louisiana, uh, mostly it's been like uh, ghost-related, so I guess we can uh, start transitioning into the afterlife and spiritual realm and all that. Uh, Louisiana is kind of a haunted place. I mean, we have the above ground, uh, cemeteries down there in New Orleans and they do the, you know, the dancing funeral thing and, and Anne Rice is buried there and, you know, she created all the vampire stories that everybody likes. Uh, so yeah, all of the like creepy stuff that I've experienced down here in Louisiana has been the, uh, has been around ghosts. Uh, one year I was, uh, out trying to shoot a turkey in the face and eat it, even though turkey meat is rather bland. And uh, I got all set up and uh, got tapped on the shoulder and I says, you don't want to shoot that turkey, boy. I turn around and guys in like full Civil War regalia, Confederate uniform and everything. And I was like, is there a reenactment going on? Because that was like my first thing. And then uh, I turned back around and the thing was gone. And I was like, okay. (laughs) You definitely did not want to shoot that turkey. Yeah, and I, and I didn't, and I didn't, so saved saved me from plucking feathers for for a couple hours on that one. Which, by the way, is the worst job ever. <laughs> plucking feathers, it's terrible. Now there's a trick to that, but uh. yeah, yeah, they have like that that rubber bin with the little uh, pointy things on it, and you just like spin the turkey around, and it'll pull the feathers for you. And so, so the trick is you just cut all the skin off, and then you don't have. Oh okay, yeah, don't even worry about the feathers. Yeah. Yeah, then you don't defeather it. You just skin the whole thing. But I mean, then you lose the skin. But that's like the least healthy part of the, of it anyway. So like that's that's yeah, the but way you can I fry the skin into chips, dude. See, that's I know, I know, I'm, I'm lame. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, uh, another time. Uh, it was like growing up in my house, we had all kinds of like weird stuff that would go on. Uh, so like the old CRT televisions back in the day, before we had flat screens everywhere, uh, those things would collect a huge amount of dust on them. Kids of today don't appreciate the amount of dust that a CRT TV can gather in one week. Okay, I mean, you take the Windex to it and the, the, the rag would come back black. It was so dusty. So uh, one night... All of a sudden, the air fills up in the living room with the smell of roses. Okay. Like, nobody's wearing rose perfume. We don't grow roses around the house. Whole air just fills up with the smell of roses. And you could watch, while the TV was off, you could see the dust getting pulled. And it spelled out, it's going to be okay. And then a few... That's reassuring. Yeah, that's... (laughs) Yeah, that's always reassuring. So then a few seconds later, the phone rings. At the time, 
my dad is an over the road truck driver. So he was out driving around on the truck. My mom is at home, you know, taking care of the business side of the, of the trucking thing. So my dad's outside girlfriend calls the house looking for him. And my mom answers the phone. <laughs> it was a source of turmoil in the house <laughs> soon after that. And it's like, we have no idea why it started filling up, why the room started smelling like roses. We don't know if that was like a warning. It's like, it's going to be fine. You know, you'll get through it type of thing. Like somebody from the other side was like, trying to cheer up my mom, I guess, <laughs> for what was about to happen. But yeah, that, that one was pretty weird. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that is pretty weird. Uh, I'm trying to think if any, if I've had any like really, really particularly uh, noticeable things. Like there was an old uh, old hay barn that we had on the on the on the property, and well, a hay barn's just going to be creepy just by itself, you know. And if the if the light was shining right, it would look like there was somebody walking around it. Uh, and it, like, we just growing up on the farm assumed it was the light, <laughs> like the way the light was hitting certain parts of the barn or something. Like, you never yeah, really thought just... anything of it and, until you had like friends over and they would see oh, and it. And then it's now it's and, the, now it's time to, to, to bust their balls on it <laughs> well yeah they would see it and then they would just completely freak the fuck out and it's like i never really thought about it until you start freaking out about it and then i start to look at it a little different and it's like well uh, a little mob psychology going on gotta love yeah, it I don't, I don't know like maybe it's just normal thing for me and i never considered it as uh to be anything but some you know you know like sometimes uh somebody with an outside perspective will see things that you don't see and, and uh, like all of my friends would see the same thing and would all just absolutely lose their shit. And maybe it was just because I was so normalized to whatever this was walking around that <laughs> barn that I just assumed it was the the way the light shone on certain nights. But maybe maybe it was maybe it was something down there. I don't know. Since the barn fell down, you don't see it anymore. So yeah. Yeah, there's a there's always something to be said of like if you if you do experience something like that and it's not like harming you in any kind of way, it's not like going out of its way to like scare you, you know, just I, I guess just pay it no attention, you know. <laughs> and eventually the, the barn will fall down, and that's all you really know for. Well, I mean, you know, we have a lot of family members that had died on the farm and varying times for you know varying reasons and uh, i think it was my great 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 granddad had died roughly in that area uh, a fence stretcher snapped back and uh, oh. effectively like cut him in half so like maybe there was something to it I, you know i mean it was my great great granddad yeah, so he probably wasn't gonna yeah, hurt that's me a pretty but... violent way to go too and that seems yeah, to be yeah. like the the trick so, yeah, it's like farming, like, especially before, like, most of the practices, like, the equipment is much safer today than it, you know, than it has ever been. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, when I was uh, born, in, I was born in Nebraska, I lived a little bit in uh, Iowa, and uh, 
yeah, you would hear stories like people's like arms getting crushed, you know, because they had to go fix the tractor or something. Yeah, you would just hear all kinds of just nasty stuff that would just happen to farming people. It's just it's like the weirdest thing ever. It's it's like it's like how are you people still alive? You know, that's like my granddad had something. He had something wrong with him where he was running a uh, like before they had closed cab tractors and stuff like that. He was ro- running just an open cab spray rig and it was some sort of uh some sort of deep type of stuff that they were spraying and it like burned him pretty bad the the wind wind shifted on him while he was in the field and it started to blow back on him and uh oh good chemical burns like, those are those are fun. yeah <laughs> burned him pretty good like yeah like old school farming <laughs> you you if you were able to uh, be a successful farmer and not kill yourself in the process, you were, you were really doing good. Yeah, it's it, it was like the most amazing thing ever. You would hear them talk about it. So it was like, oh yeah, I nearly lost a foot that way. And it's like, what do you mean you nearly lost a foot? And it was like, oh, I was trying to fix the combine and the thing slipped. And like, how many people had like nub, like nub fingers and stuff? Oh yeah. Or... It's like you couldn't even find like a full set of digits on uh, like three people. <laughs> Missing teeth guy? from like horses kicking them in the mouth and everything else. You know, it was bizarre, bizarre. One old farmer had he only had one arm because uh, he was jumping a fence with his shotgun and like dropped his dropped his gun and it blew his other arm off. Jesus, <laughs> no! <laughs> and he would. He would drive through town eating an ice cream cone. Like he's only got the one hand. Like you would see him driving around eating the ice cream. Like Joe just have his knees up on the steering wheel. Like I guess he was, yeah, I guess he's driving with his knees. Or he'd like reach put out the, the nub wind. up on he'd, like, it. Like yeah. reach out the window and wave at you. Like all right, I know he's only got one arm. Like. <laughs> well, I mean, if the drummer for Led Zeppelin can keep a beat, and he's only got one arm things are possible that's all i'm saying you just you just blew his mind he had no idea <laughs> yeah they just duct taped the other drumstick to the nose yeah he had it strapped yeah, <laughs> uh let's see uh jason booth again my kid's mom used to tell me stories about her grandma's porcelain doll no just no take that down we don't want we yeah don't want the no dolls. i just went through this house and boxed all those up today yeah, just porcelain. They're just weird. Even if nothing supernatural happens around them, they're just weird. I don't, I don't know what great grandma was thinking when the, when they made that stuff. It's like here's this porcelain doll for you little babies to play with. And it's like no. I bet your grandpa thought that damn thing was creepy. Uh, I guarantee you. Huh? <laughs> that's why grandma and grandpa slept in separate rooms. Yeah, that's right. It's like, put that thing over there, facing the wall. I don't want the thing looking at me. Oh, Yeah, so many stories about those. We got a couple of those uh, creepy uh, porcelain dolls around this house, too. And it's just, they're unnerving to look at. Especially if, like, one of the eyelids is, like, perpetually stuck oh, down. They, they always have one eye that doesn't open right. <laughs> so then it just adds to the creep factor. Or, yeah. or there's, like, a scar on it or something. Yeah, so your son from the other room. Porcelain dolls are terrifying. He's Great. sleeping in the room with them. They're all in the box in there. He boxed them up. <laughs> as long as they're back there and not in your room, I guess. Right. Jason Booth. She developed Alzheimer's and would talk to them. That's 
That's not Did making it any better. Back is the question. <laughs> yeah, my grandma had uh, dementia and schizophrenia, so she would often talk to uh, things that were not there. And then uh, after a while, you have to talk to the doctors about it, and it's like she's probably just replaying old memories in her head, and they're just she's just verbalizing them. It was like, oh, is that all? Like so, that's the reason why she made me go outside when I was twelve to go feed imaginary chickens. I mean, maybe at that point you're they're starting to get in touch with a different level of uh, or a different plane of existence that we don't see with our normal brains. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a comedian back in the day, and he, he had a bit about uh, schizophrenia. He was like, "Well, what if they're actually answering somebody that's like three hundred miles away?" And that guy looks like he's crazy talking to somebody. And the person that you're near is crazy because he's talking to that guy who's 300 miles away and they're able to hear each other. So like the alien thing. Yeah. Have you seen some of the like the the drawings or renderings of of angels and what angels would look like? Yeah, if you actually like read the Bible and uh, you get some of the descriptions on there, like angels would be terrifying to look at. Yeah, that's why they always come in and say, you know, be not afraid. Like, okay. Yeah, it's like the first thing. It's like, look, I know you're going to freak out, but trust me. (laughs) So, you know, maybe the the guy that they got abducted and they told him about World War III and COVID, uh, he might have been onto something. Like, angels and aliens might be uh, closely akin and... Yeah, they're all. Uh, I mean, coming from a, would you really know the difference? To like ancient man, to like some some being comes from the sky, and it tells you I mean, stuff that you don't know. Would modern man know the difference? <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Can't dispute that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it could. It, he could very well have been visited by angels, and they were telling him about the future and. He just mistook them for aliens because they looked funny. Yep. It was definitely alien, you know, slash foreign to him, I guess. So there, there's something to be said for that. I, I'm still a little puzzled why they used a picture of Master Yoda on there. But uh... <laughs> Yoda is the most recognizable a- alien. Because <laughs> when everyone thinks alien, you know, they're not thinking of the greys with the big black eyes. <laughs> they think Yoda, baby Yoda, especially. Ah, oh, yeah, it's it, it broke my little daughter's heart when she heard that the that uh, little baby Yoda's name was actually Grogu and that it was not in any way related to Yoda whatsoever, other than it being the same species. <sighs> crush had had to crush a kid's dreams. <laughs> yep. And she would get mad at Daddy. I was like, no, his name is Grogu. He wants to be called Grogu because that's his name, not Baby Yoda. (laughs) Oh, and of course, Jason Booth is going to remind us, not a conspiracy. Facebook deactivated the decoy account of a 13-year-old boy that led to their employee getting caught in a pedo sting operation video. Washington Examiner. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It was like the guy was sitting there trying to defend himself. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the worst people in the world are in charge of things. Why can't those people get abducted by aliens? And just never brought back. They brought back Travis Walton. You know, from the famous movie Fire in the Sky. You can just probe them forever. Probe them to death, literally. 
That's what Hans Hermann Hoppe actually was trying to tell us, was for them to get abducted by UFOs and then physically removed from the planet, so to speak. So, so the next... The next step in uh, libertarianism is co-opting aliens into... <laughs> and not the kind of aliens that the, uh, that the Prags want. Uh, yes. Probe B-Pigs without lube. So shout out to uh, Skip the Free Rifleman for coming up with the term B-Pigs. Definitely. Sandpaper even, I would say. But uh, you know, that's just me. Allegedly in Minecraft and in Roblox. Minecraft. <laughs> so, how about uh, any other uh, ghost stories? Do you have any uh, any other good ones? Other than possibly really seeing any... your grandpa out there in the uh, in the barn. I don't really have any good ones. Most of it is like, like I said, usually it's just stuff uh, on the edge of woods and stuff. Uh, Okay, so you never had like a glass, you know, being thrown out of the out of the sink against the wall next to you. No, not really. Um, haven't haven't been slapped by a by an icy cold hand in the middle of the night. I have felt intense cold in a otherwise warm house. Um, I, oh, those are. Fun. I lived lived in a place down in Mississippi that was built in the eighteen sixties. And it was very nice, and it held heat very well. But every once in a while, you would walk through, and it would be intensely cold in some parts of that house. Uh, very strange. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, in 2010, I was about to get married, and uh, me and the, the and the wife were looking around for places to get married at. And uh, there's an old plantation around here, and we were walking through, and they said, "Well, this is the old." Uh, old slave quarters and everything else and uh you know you'd walk through there and you'd see how like how tiny the little slave houses were and you would see like the bunks still built and this place has been around since like the uh, early 1700s i think and uh then you walk into the main house and as soon as i walked in i was like no no and my wife was, wife was looking at me she's like what do you mean no i was like no I was like, there is stuff going on in this house, and no. <laughs> and then she's like, well, you can't just, like, dismiss it outright. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, the cobblestones outside are uneven, and we got old people coming, and they'll trip and fall, and we don't, and we don't want broken hips. There you go. <laughs> Justify it. Justify it in whatever means or way you need to. Yeah, it was definitely one of those places, as soon as you walked in, the, uh, the energy of the whole house, like, changed. <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was like I was like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. This is you know a very beautiful spot. We got some really ancient oak trees outside. We can get some good pictures at. And then you walk inside. There's like, mm -mm. no, thank you. I have been in some places like that. It, it, it it's like there's a an aura an aura about the place that like you know some shit has happened there. Whether yeah, whether they expressly talk about it or not. Like I, I think. I think there is a a real supernatural level of existence of things in our world that like goes beyond our our understanding and our grasp and that like places and 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 things hold hold on to 
the shit that's happened, and it can be creepy. Oh yeah, Speaking like creepy, that. That was scary. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife just appeared over here on the off to the side a little bit. And the kids are trying to sleep, so I'm being told to uh, that I have to wrap it up. So in the business, we call that getting the light. So I guess that's also a pretty good time to, to wrap it up. Justin Campbell, get your grift on. Go ahead and drop all your plugs, buddy. Oh, you can check me out on uh, Fact Check This Podcast every Monday and Wednesday on YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey, uh, anywhere you can get your podcasts. Uh, locals and rumble and then i also do a morning show three days a week every monday wednesday and friday on youtube and facebook and twitter uh it's called the morning after uh on twitter you can find us at d-e-d morning after uh the morning after was taken but d morning after works perfectly fine for our purposes um, <laughs> so that's me and me martin metz uh Clyde of the South and Dag, we have a we have a good time. We cover the daily news topics in a light, humorous, and probably stupid way. We also like to make fun hey, that's, of that's the best way to handle the news. We like to turn everything either racist or misogynistic in some way or another and make fun of it in that manner. Uh, we really we really lean into that and have a lot of fun with it. So check us out. Uh, tomorrow morning is World War weekend, so we'll be covering Ukraine in the probably worst way you could possibly cover it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you find this on, like, an old uh, data tape, like, far into the future and the smoking ruins that, that is the Western civilization, uh, just remember, I mean, we tried to tell you so. Uh, we, we're having fun right now, you know, I'm sure before it turns, like, 4,000 degrees outside, you know. But uh, that that'll do it for this evening's uh, show, and uh, we'll come at you again next week with a with a new guest. Also trying to work on uh, getting Alex the Griff on and uh, Jose Galison from uh, No Way Jose podcast and everything. So th it's going to be a fun time coming up. So thank you guys uh, for joining us th this evening. Have fun and uh, uh, put on your sunblock. You know SPF five thousand out there to you know keep the uh, radiation away. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>